Hello, everybody. On tonight's episode of Sports with Sterling, I am joined by Benny and Steven as we go over the Week 4 NFL matchups and picks, as well as our bets and parlays. Uh, we got a lot of them this week, especially me. Uh, if I lose this money, my mother might be getting a call to pay my rent. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. I hope that doesn't come down to this, but uh, who knows? Who knows? The money's on the line. Uh, we also talk about the finals game one, where the Lakers absolutely took took the heat to town. And uh, then we do a new segment called Benny's Baseball Corner, where we hear from our resident major league player or professional baseball player about the action we've seen so far in the playoffs, as well as those power rankings. It's a hoot. So uh, we start with the NBA, do Benny's Baseball Corner, then of course finish up with our picks. It's a great episode today. I had a lot of fun. One of our better episodes, if I if I could say so myself. And uh, so thank you for listening to this. And here is Benny. And Steven. Benny? Steven. Hey. Hello, buddies. Let's get after it. We are recording this immediately following the Lakers Heat Game 1 of the NBA Finals. Uh, Hate to say I told you so to the people that were uh, critical of the Lakers, but I, I told you so. We have friends that have bet. The Heat would win this series in six. We have friends that bet the Heat would win this game. Those friends are not in this podcast, thankfully, or else they would be getting dookied on because uh, I'm here to take a couple dumps on people. The Heat are mismatched completely. That zone doesn't work. You can't play zone against a team like the Lakers who have uh, actual competent big men, unlike the Celtics, unlike the Bucks. Uh, you can't play zone on a team like the Lakers who have LeBron James who can drive collapse the zone or get double teamed and find find the open guy and you can't play zone on a team like the lakers when you have competent shooters who can hit open threes which just so you know is literally every single nba player that is not seven foot except for kd who is seven foot and can do it and ad so uh boys today was a good day i picked the lakers in five or six I was being a little too gracious and way too gracious saying six. This might be a sweep. Uh, prayers up to Goran Dragic. That injury sucks, and uh, it's really shitty because he's going to be a free agent this offseason. But uh, it's unfortunate, and it's part of the game. And uh, I don't think they would have won if Goran Dragic was healthy. I don't think he adds an additional dynamic that's unstoppable or anything. He's a good point guard. Hopefully, he gets fully healed and gets a good contract. Uh, as for Butler and Bam, it seems like they're going to be okay. And I would hate if they're both injured because people will just delegitimize this title more than they already will uh, if the Lakers win. So hopefully Bam and Jimmy play. We have a competitive series. I do not think that will happen, though, because the Lakers are a complete mismatch. LeBron James, by the way, is about to win two rings in a 10-month span because guess what? He's going to be the favorite next year, folks. There's there's no team that looks like they're going to just turn it on and uh, be a better team than this Lakers team. So. Uh, I've used up all the airway so far. Vinny, game one instant reactions. Let's hear it. Well, I thought that he had a chance, but now I don't. That's all I got. That's all I got. I love <laughs> You're taking a page out of Steven's book. Steven, more, more, more words from you. <laughs> okay, I'll give you some more. I thought that he, especially watching the start of the game, I was like, oh, maybe they can keep this nice and competitive. But after those first, like, eight minutes, uh, they didn't have a chance after that. They just, it was game over. And uh, 
KCP looked like a finals MVP for about five minutes and then only ended up with, what, 13 points? <laughs> his, uh, his, what was it? Uh, his, fi- his fire ran out the on, on 2K. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, his takeover meter ended yeah, quite ended. quickly. One, one bad shot selection and it was over. But I, I think I'm going to stick. I don't know if I said this in the pod, but I'm going to stick to the five game. Gentleman sweep, little handshake. Five games. Sweep. Huh. Um, little, hat, little handshake. I will say, I did think that he ha- w- uh, would defend them better because I thought that Jimmy Butler and Bam would, you know, somewhat be a, uh, a you know, decent matchup for LeBron and AD. But, I mean. Here's where the real problem. I'm is. not coaching. Here's where the real problem is. Who do they put in after Bam? Yeah. They don't have anybody. You can't use Olenek to guard Davis. You can't use exactly. Myers Leonard to guard Davis. It's it's a, and you can't actually use Bam to guard Davis. Bam is a and great. And you got center. Dwight and Javale. Like, yeah, yeah, exactly. And it's like, and Dwight Howard is playing not at his MVP caliber that he played in 2010, but he is a good oh, yeah. player. But he's he's playing better than he has the last. Four or five years. years. Seven. It's like seven years. Probably seven. Yeah, seven or eight. Yeah. Seven? It's been a long yeah. time wow. since he was really good. And he's, and he's, only, long? he's only playing like 15 minutes too, and he's, he's, he's doing good in those like 15 minutes he's getting each night. I'm going to say it honestly. Davis and LeBron is the best duo in NBA history. I know that okay. people – I don't care if, you, if people want to question that. What are, you, what are, you, what are your re- rebuttals to that? Shaq and Kobe? Yeah. Shaq and Kobe's pretty okay. great. Kobe wasn't yeah. near his time when he was playing with Shaq. Look at the stats of those teams. It was it was Shaq's team. Kobe was a really good player. That's like Shaq. saying Kyrie and LeBron. It was LeBron's team, and Kyrie was a really good player. Tonight, tonight, in game their first finals game. Shaq together. would probably eat Anthony Davis's lunch though back in the day. I don't know how good Shaq would be in today's NBA because I don't think you can play him on how. I don't know if he would be playable the way the game is. He'd be playable because he's so dominant. Oh yeah, he I, definitely would because if the if the floor was spread out and you had him you know, down there and one guy trying to guard him, you'd have to bring more guys down. No, but the problem is, is around him in today's NBA. I don't know if you could build around a guy like that in today's NBA. He was, I mean, I'm not going to, we're not going to get into this. We're not going to get into that type of debate. Shaq's amazing. Uh, He was great in his era. We don't know if he'd be great in this era. He'd be a good player because he's such a dominant beast, no matter what. I just don't know if you can build a a team around him. Uh, The best duo argument I think is there. Now people would say Pippen and Jordan. No, that's not even close to Davis and LeBron because really? LeBron and Jordan are debatably one one A one B, and then Davis is better than Pippen. He just is. I mean, it's I, if you think Pippen's better than Davis, we can't have this discussion. Uh, you could do LeBron and Wade maybe when they when they teamed up. That's close. You could do well, LeBron probably, plays not as good as Jordan and Pippen though. You could probably do. I think they were. You could probably do Magic and Kareem. But realistically, they didn't play for very long. This is their, yeah. yeah, I know they were. Kareem was pretty old when they first played together. Uh, this team or this duo tonight: uh, Davis thirty-five five and nine, LeBron twenty-five nine and thirteen. Their first finals game together. Uh, okay, hey, do you think LeBron's a little butthurt if uh, Anthony Davis wins Finals MVP? I don't think he cares, and I don't think that will happen. I can promise, I can almost assure you it will not happen. You saw how LeBron was uh, getting his, his stat padding at the end of that game. You were one assist away from your triple-double. One double assist too. away from my triple I'm betting LeBron gets a triple-double every game, so we got three more chances <laughs> of that. Uh, because uh, he should have hit it today. If I was LeBron, yeah. I'd be pissed. People were missing wide-open shots. But uh, he's going to win the finals MVP unless, unless AD 
you know, scores 30 scores. If he put, if AD puts up those stat lines every game and LeBron puts up his stat lines every game, if it's just mimicked throughout the series, I think LeBron would still win it just because I think that, that he'll average a triple double likely. So, uh, but anyways, we're all in agreement. We believe that this series is not going to be a total domination. I still think the heat can be competitive in some of these games, but it's a complete mismatch. And this is what I was saying from the get-go that I think the Celtics and the Raptors were the best matchups for the, for the Lakers or the worst matchups for the Lakers. And I think this heat team really doesn't have the firepower or the, or the, uh, or honestly the defenders to be able to stop this Lakers team. I would say this, Duncan Robinson, remember how we were all talking about him and hero hero played a decent game. Duncan Robinson had zero points today. So on 27 minutes, I think. Yeah. 20. I think he played. Yeah. I think you're right. And it's, uh, that rebounds. Yeah. That cannot happen. So with that being said, good luck to the heat game two is Friday. I'm excited. That means game three is Sunday. Uh, the next time we do a podcast, it could be three Oh Lakers. And uh, I will. And then also when we do our podcast on Sunday, I have so much money on football this Sunday that I, I will either be a very happy or a very upset man based on my football bets. But if the Lakers also win, that'll just add a, add the cherry on top, you know? So Benny, we're going to move into your segment. We need to use you for something. You're, you're a former professional baseball player. Retired, <laughs> will come out of retirement for the right price. Mariners, I say this every week. Every week I talk to Benny. Give him a shot. Bring him up. Let him play next Please. year. Please Make do. Him a, a big four. You got Kalinic. You, uh, you got Kyle Lewis. You got Felix. Yeah. Benny yeah. Calavajaya. Let's go. And then, Bring him up. Yeah. Um, Benny, at, least let, at least let him play for Rainier so I can come watch him again. Yeah, yeah let him play for the Rainiers. I get free Yeah, so Sterling get some free beer. Oh, my God. That was the greatest week of my life. Tell that story. Benny, when he played for the Rainiers, me and Brandon would go to every single game. We'd get drink vouchers, and I was probably drinking if the – Who MSRP, hooked you up? Who hooked you up? You hooked me up and your father and your, and your my mother. My dad. Yeah, the MSRP for beer at, at baseball games, for everybody listening that doesn't know, I feel like everybody listening has gone to a baseball game. is like 8 to $12 a beer. Yeah. If I would have bought those beers, I would have been spending $120 a night. I'm just <laughs> telling you, I was drunk as a skunk <laughs> at those games. Hell of a time. Uh, thank you, Benny, and congratulations. Get him back there. Get him back there, Seattle. Get him in the organization and let me go to the games. How about that? Um, yeah. So we're going to do this segment for the rest of the MLB postseason. Uh, every, we're going to do this every Thursday. Or every Thursday. We're not going to give it on Sunday night. We're just going to do it Thursday. Benny, take it away. What, what have you seen in the MLB playoffs that makes you, makes you optimistic that M- the MLB is back? Let's hear it. All right, the fastest three minutes. Okay, I think this is kind of cool. There's a lot of games going on, right? little, you know. A little excitement. I think that they should. Um, How much have you watched of it? Uh, you know, hey, I came home from work. Today. I turned on. I get to watch some Padres and uh, Cardinals today. You know, Padres in. A little upset. They're in my top four power ranking. Power rankings, you know. Um, but uh, no, I think this is kind of cool. Like, I think they should honestly switch up the playoff uh, format. Um, I think that they. Uh, should shorten the regular season and they should lengthen the postseason because the regular season is so freaking long, not only for fans and players. I realize that they get, you know, that's how they make their money, um, getting people in the stadium, which they can't do that this year. They kind of switched that up. But um, I like uh, instead of a one-game wild card, I like the three-game wild card. You know, I, I think 
sure it might not have the like the one game like sexiness you know but more postseason baseball is better people people actually turn on the tv uh, or they're more likely to turn on the tv for postseason baseball than regular season baseball anyway so yes yeah, so, so what, what do you think about the games that you've seen did you know the marlins were in the playoffs i actually uh before the last segment i saw the marlins were in the playoffs but um that was you know an afterthought for me they actually beat the cubs uh holy shit that's kind of cool you know um but i really hope they don't win the series because i don't think anybody wants to watch the marlins honestly that's who i want to win the world series (laughs) okay i would would love fitting it would be kind of cool um you know who i want to see win the world series actually though is uh the rays and i know they had like one of the best records in baseball but um i feel like small market team they never get to uh what was it like david price when they had david price they got to like the al uh cs ALCS. it was david price and evan longoria back when i yeah, liked yeah. baseball that was a hell of a team yeah, exactly uh but no that'd be cool to see them in the world series but would people watch i don't know probably anyway. not but i'm gonna tell you the truth benny here it go, here here's my here's my uh vision tampa bay wins the world series Tampa Bay just won the Stanley Cup. Did anybody in here know that playoff hockey was happening? Well, it's over. And then Tampa Bay will win the Super Bowl. They might be calling it Champa Ooh. Bay. Champa Bay. How about that? Champa Bay. Bay? Yeah, Champa Bay. Give them, give them the three rings. Uh, Benny, so I'm just going to ask you, I know that you're sitting in your living room right now. Is, <laughs> yes. on, is on the TV the Yankees-Indians game? It's in the eighth inning. Is that on your TV? There's, no, or? there's nothing. On, there's nothing on the TV. Laser right focused on the pod. I love it. Committed. Laser focused Committed. on the pod. Okay. Yeah. Next okay, question. but the Yankees won Game One. Still in my uh, top four power rankings. San Diego still in there. They're still uh, in there. Yeah. Okay. And let's see. Who was it that got eliminated that I said was in there? The Twins. The Twins. Yeah. Sorry. Tampa Bay slides in at number. They slide into the four spot. You know that the spot. Twins have not won a have not won a playoff game. And I, I might get this year wrong, but I might not. I think since 2002. And they've, they're they 17 in the last 17. That is, uh, is it, that's actually impressive. So yeah. Yeah, that's so bad that it's impressive. But okay, Benny, we're going to wrap this up because, uh, because honestly, we don't need to talk about this no more. We'll talk. Yeah. We'll be in base, Benny's baseball corner next week, uh, next Thursday. We're, we're going to be zooming through these picks. Uh, Benny, thank you. Thank you so can much. I, can for- I get my four real quick? Yeah, yeah. Okay, let's go. Updated power rankings. Yes, Dodgers still number one. Haven't pl- haven't finished their first game yet, but okay. Yeah, Yankees number two. About to lose their second game, but okay. Still three. Slide the Rays in at four. There oh, we Padres go. Padres still three. Wrap it up. Yep. Padres. Okay, on the verge of elimination. <laughs> That's fine. Like hey, back against the wall. I don't care. You're, you're trusting in Tatis and, uh, trusting. And, and Will Myers. I like it. I okay. Well, we're going to take a quick break, and then we will be right back with our week three or week four NFL picks. How about that? So as you heard, Coors Light, you're on watch. I'm going to give you three weeks to sponsor this podcast, or I might switch a beer. I probably won't switch a beer. I'm giving, I'm giving false threats, but the threat might be there, okay? I've just stated the threat. We'll see what happens. Coors Light makes a beautiful beer. Here's a little bowl right here. Bam. Open that thing up. Yep, one more twist. Listen to this. Rocky Mountain Cold. Back to the show. 
Okay, we are back. Steven dealt with a little technical difficulty, but uh, I'm going to ask the boys because they asked me, what are you drinking today? Coors Light, Coors Light, Coors Light. Yep, everybody here is drinking Coors Light. They will sponsor this podcast eventually. If you're drinking an IPA, it better be from Molten Coors. If it's not, do not state the brand name. And guess what? We're giving, we're giving a clock. We're giving a countdown on Coors Light. We're giving them three weeks to respond to my request for free beer or we're switching. You see How about you clock? send an email? Huh? What am I holding in front of this camera right now? A Coors uh, Light. No, 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 not, not, not just any Coors Light. What am I holding up in front of the camera? A silver, silver bullet. Silver bullet. All right, you're on the clock. Just took a sip out of there. Three weeks, Coors Light. On the clock or I'm switching beers. It's up to you. Fate's in your hand. I'm probably your biggest beer buyer in, in America, more than even bars. For real. Yeah. So, uh, fate's in your hands. You're gonna, your stock might drop if I stop buying. So, think about it. Think about it. And anyways, we're now into week four of our picks. I'm going to be honest, Benny's slacking me, okay? I'm shellacking you. Yeah, I'm getting, I'm getting you around. Smoked. Last year, I beat Benny Smoking. by quite a few games, and this year, it's looking like uh, he's got a decent lead, but there's a lot of season left. Uh, I'm going to give the records now. Steve, your first week picking with the boys, 9-6-1. and one. Congratulations. Woo! Uh, Benny, or I'll go my, me first. 29-18-1 for me. Mm. Above 500, but not not good enough. It's, that's a good record if I'm picking against the spread, but not a, just a straight-up pick them. That sucks. Benny, six games above me, my friend, 35-12-1. and one. Uh, I'm going to stop saying the one next week, okay? We're just going to have a game out of there because I hate yep. doing the ties. So you're going to be 35-12. But next week's a new week. Got a lot of picks going up. We're going to start with Thursday night right now. Uh, they gave us a doozy. This is a gift from God. Broncos starting Ripen, Mark Ripen's son. Ripen. Mark Brett Ripen's Rippin. son. Red Ripen's son. It's the son of a Super Bowl winner. Don't know his first name. Have no clue about him. He came in last oh. week against the Bucks. Absolutely sucked. He uh, is better than O'Driscoll, though. And he is taking on Sam Darnold, who is a good quarterback, but they are led by probably the, the new iteration of Freddie Kitchens and Adam Gase. <laughs> the Broncos are a three-point road favorite. The over-under is 40 points. That's the lowest of the week, I think, looking through these. It is. I am not betting on this game. No. I'm staying away from this one. But I am picking the Broncos. Uh, the Jets are going to want to lose this game so they can fire Adam Gase. Yeah. That's the extent of my I mean, analysis on this one. Both my take on this game, I'm not touching this game with a 10-foot pole with any money. I'll tell you that. Uh, I'll pick the Broncos, though, because – Horses. Because <laughs> I hate Adam Gase, let me just say. I don't know the guy. Can't say I hate him, but, you know. He's a family man. You hate a family man? Okay, Benny. No, I don't hate him. He's a family man. I mean, he's a family man. Why do you hate him? He's a hardworking blue-collar. He's a, he's a, he's a hardworking blue-collar family man, and you hate him. I yeah, mean, okay, I like him. I like him. I, I don't like his football. You picking coach. the Jets? Frick no. Okay, okay. He hates Adam Gase. It's fine. Uh, Steven... Remember, remember the rules. Five seconds or less. You picking the horses or the or the planes? We're going with the horses. Bed and big. <laughs> All three on the Broncos. That's Stevens home or not hometown, but his favorite team. Uh, and the truth is, uh, the truth is they suck. And Elway, he's a Denver legend, but not for long. He's about to get, get canned. Go find a new place to live, John. You're not allowed back in this city. Um, okay, starting the Sunday slate, we have. The two and one Colts at 
the three and O Chicago Bears. And by the way, the Chicago uh, I can't say it. the the Bears are the second worst three and O team. The Titans are the worst three and O team. Uh, they have they've won all three of their games combined by six points. So uh, that's a pretty fraudulent fraudulent three and O team. Haven't covered the spread in any of their games. So the Bears three and O. The Colts are a two and a half point favorite at Chicago. Over under in this game is forty five. They're going with Big Dick Nick. I'm going to pick the Bears here. I don't think the Colts are good, and I don't think the Bears are good, but you're giving me two and a half points, and we're not just picking against the spread. I also think they're going to win the game outright, but I am not putting money on this because I've already dis- dispersed my entire budget for all for the games that we're going to talk about coming up, but I do think the Bears are a team that is enticing to bet on uh, just because Phillip Rivers looks pretty washed, and Nick Foles he his biggest problem is injuries it's not not that he's a bad quarterback so if he stays healthy and 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 you know plays in there they're going to be a decent team this year they're going to starting out three and is really important duh captain captain obvious and they have a decent chance to make the playoffs you know it's not easy to lose uh, it's not easy to have a bad record starting out three and and I like I don't like this Bears team. I almost said I like this Bears team. I do not like this Bears team. Let me be clear. But I think they will start out four and zero, which is uh, probably the surprise of the of the season. Benny, give it to me. Give it to me straight. You're taking the Colts, aren't you? Yeah. No, I'm not. That's a big surprise, though. If they do start out four and zero, I'm taking the Bears though because hey, let me tell you what. Maybe if Trubisky was uh, under center, I might pick the Colts. But I mean, hey, not a big Nick Foles fan. But definitely got more trust in him than Trubisky. Not going to turn the ball over as much. Um, and, you know, hit the open man. The open man. Theory. You so, hit the open man, you win football games. It is what Hey, it is. let me tell you what. Uh, this game, I mean. He's going to shout out one of his fantasy players, I bet. Let's hear who's going to have the No, no, no. Here. No, we know what's going to happen this game, Sterling. You know what I'm going to say. Oh, yeah. Phillip Rivers. Yeah. Bears are going to have the lead. Last drive of the game, Phillip Rivers is going to have the ball. Bears are going to win. A little win. less than two minutes ago. Yep. I've seen it a million times. That'll be when the game's decided. That's why the two and a half is enticing, though, by the way. Because if they're down three, um, you win the bet, right? Vegas knows. I don't know. I don't know if you win the bet. I'm not going to do math on this podcast. This isn't a math podcast, okay? <laughs> this, is a, this is a sports and gambling podcast. We can do math in the Khan Academy, for all I care. Um, okay. I got the Bears. You got the Bears. What does our what does our often mute man Steven have to say? Yeah, I was I was surprised you guys are all both going. Come for on, the Bears. let's that's, hear the that's pick. Still, you're picking the Bears. Okay. Yeah, that was a little long, my friend. Is it my five? He's got the Grizzlies. A little long. Okay, we got. I would say, one of the top five disappointing teams in the league, against the Detroit Lions. Do you know what team I'm talking about, Benny? Without looking. I do. Who? Are you looking? The New Orleans. Ah! Yep, the Saints. Praise God. Um, the Saints are a four-point uh, road favorite. A lot of I just noticed this. A lot of road favorites this week. I guess there's not really fans in the stadium, but it's still surprising to see all these pluses. Uh, four-point road favorite, 54 over-under. Um, I have the Saints. They start out one and three. The division's gone. And honestly, if they do start out one and three, there has to be discussions about a quarterback switch. So I think Drew Brees is washed. I think this Lions team is terrible. I'm not betting on this game, though, just because uh, 
I've seen Matthew Stafford pull, pull a rabbit out of his hat a couple times in my life. And truthfully, I can see this going either way. I think the over is very enticing, 54. I think it's going to be a high-scoring game. Uh, and likely, uh, you know, a last-drive touchdown will win this game or a last-drive field goal. So I'm going the Saints. I'm not confident in that. In that. But I do think if the Saints lose this, it's going to be a reckoning on Drew Brees. And it should be the biggest story in football uh, next week uh, because they, you know, one in three, your quarterback looks like he's washed. And that is not good news because this team has a, sh- a ton of money uh, locked up for the long term. And yeah. if they have to replace their quarterback, probably going to be a, a rebuilding process for them. So I got the Saints. Finney, let's hear it. Yeah. Um, no, I got the Saints too. Um Hey, I was right on my Lions pick though last last uh last week. Mm-hmm. Very surprising. Good pick. Good by you. Yeah. But not not going with them again. Um one time's too many, honestly. That's what I've heard. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. Um, but I will say I agree with your uh point. Not putting any money on this game because yeah, Matthew Stafford could pull a bunny out of his hat. You know? Yeah, a little bunny, a little uh, Bugs Bunny? Yeah. Yeah. Bugs maybe- Bunny, what where will you rank Bugs Bunny cartoon character? Top ten? Top five? Uh, uh, he's definitely top ten. Six? Okay. I don't know. Okay. We don't need to go down the list. I, I yeah, agree. I'm not going to. But, but uh, uh, we start picking no. at strings. He might get lower than six. But, okay, anyways. You, you hey, maybe, the maybe the Lions, maybe uh, Matt Patricia, you know, fields uh, ten players within five yards of the line of scrimmage, and they win the game. I don't know. I've been saying this is what they need to do until it's proved that Breeze can beat you downfield. Eventually, a team will do it. And if I'm right, if I'm right, I do want to go viral. I want what I've said in this podcast to be, I will cut it out. I will tweet it and I will say, give me the credit. I want Mina Kimes to tweet it. I want them to talk about it on the NFL shows because <laughs> I am the originator of this idea. Put 10 or 11 people on the line, make a beat to downfield. Nobody else is saying this. Drew Brees, come on, sh- show me what you got. That's what I'd say if I'm Matt Patricia on the other side. You know when they talk before the game and they go like, say, what's up, how you doing? I'd yeah. say, Drew, here's, here's the deal. I'm putting all 11 of my men on, on, the, on the line of scrimmage. Uh, you are going to have to beat me downfield or you're not beating me. I know you got a duck arm, Drew. And then I'd have a little kazoo in my pocket or like one of those duck calling whistles. And go, and, and, then, and then smack him on the <laughs> butt. And, the duck call. Huh? and then smack him on the butt and run away. Yeah, say, good luck out there. Yeah, and then run back, run back into to the sideline. That's what I do. Or I would send a mercenary out there. I'd have Stafford go tell him. Oh, <laughs> I tell I tell Stafford <laughs> go tell him the game plan. Okay, Stephen Saints Lions. Who you got? Saints. I love it. That was quick. That's what we like to see. We've agreed on all three games so far. Benny, yeah. I'm never gonna catch up to you if this is the case. Okay, another road favorite. <laughs> That's my strategy. This no, is smart kidding. by you. Cardinals at Panthers. Cardinals are a three and a half point road favorite. 52 points is the over under. Um, you're right. Last week, I was surprised the Cardinals, the Cardinals lost. Kyler Murray looked uh, mediocre at times. I, I still like this Cardinals team. I think they're going to be competitive in every game. I don't like this Panthers team. I don't think they're going to be competitive in every game. So I'm picking the Cardinals, but I'm not betting on this game yet again. Uh, my bet, I am betting this week. I, I like to assure the, the listeners, but uh, these, these, these first few games I am not betting on. So I got the Cardinals winning. So, of course, they'll cover. I think, the most in, the, again, the most enticing thing here is probably the over, uh, the over-under. I don't think the over hits here. 52 is kind of high. I don't know if the Panthers have it in mm-hmm. them without McCaffrey. That's, you know, a 26-26 sure. game. 
So I don't know if it's that high scoring. If anything, it, it hits over if the Cardinals like smash them right and score, you know, 31, 35. Yeah. And the Panthers will, the, the over would hit. But um, I got the Cardinals. What say you? Yeah. Um, hey, another underdog team that I picked last week to win the Panthers. But hey, you got to know when to walk away from the table, right? You got to know when to hit. When to hit. I'll tell you this Mike Davis is going to have a hell of a game and put it on you in fantasy, but uh, you got the Cardinals. <laughs> <laughs> I'm staying. Okay, I'm taking the cards. Good pick. Uh, yep. Steven. Going to Panthers. Ooh! Ooh. From the Sorry. top row. Sorry, Steve. Uh, <laughs> Jaguar. This is a terrible game. Jaguars and Bengals. Uh, <laughs> Bengals three-point favorite. Our first home favorite. 48. I just want to say, we, we had no reaction to Steven picking the Panthers, except for Ow. That's yeah, it. I don't like that pick. But, Steven, honestly, it might work out. You picked the Fens last week, beat the, beat, beat the Jags. I had a lot of money on the Jaguars. They're blacklisted to me. I'm not betting on this game, but I'm not betting on the Jaguars the rest of the season. I blacklist one team a week, as I've said. Uh, so far, I've blacklisted the Titans after Gostowski's week one. I blacklisted – who did I blacklist week two? What team was it? I don't think he blacklisted uh, anyone. I won all my bets week two, so I probably didn't. Who did I blacklist last week? Uh, you Jags. should probably bro- blacklist the Broncos. I don't know. Maybe. Uh, I'm, I'm betting against them, so they're still in my – they're still around here. Okay. But, uh, okay, Jags, bang- Jags Bengals. I have the Bengals winning their first game. Joe Burrow getting his first victory as a quarterback. Ooh. He's got his first tie. Now he's going to get his first victory. Uh, like I said, I like what Joe Burrow looks like. Oh, last week was the Eagles. Oh, yeah, oh. Eagles are banned for the rest of the season. Eagles and Jags are both, are both blacklisted. So uh, – the the Bengals, I think, are going to get their first victory here. I should have known when I bet on the Jaguars last Thursday. What was I thinking? They have Doug Moron as their head coach and then Jay Gruden as their offensive coordinator, and I decided I'm going to put money on them. Just call me an idiot and slap me in the face. For, why don't you? I mean, come on. That was a terrible bet yeah. by me. I'm never betting money on them again. I got the Bengals winning this game. Joe Burrow looks very impressive. Uh, this year even though they're not going to win many games everybody knows that but they are going to be set up long term at the quarterback position and I think that the sky is the limit for Burrow so good job Cincinnati you got your guy what do you say Benny you like Minshew okay before before I start who who is Joe Cool is it Joe Namath or Joe Montana that's uh that's Montana Montana Joe Cool Okay. I think they call. I think they called. I think they called Joe Namath Smoking Joe. Smoking Joe. Okay, Smoking Joe. I don't think that was actually his nickname, but I think that's a cool nickname. Smoking Joe. <laughs> that's a badass nickname. Uh, if it is. Oh, it was. Uh, no, nah, I can't. I can't think of his name. They also. You know who else is called Cool Joe? Broadway right? Joe. Broadway, Broadway Joe. Joe. Who do you got? The Bengals or the Jets? Joe. Joe Burrow. Though he his nickname should be Joe Cool. Okay. Um, but I'm not gonna pit the Bengals. Okay. Give me the Jags. I want, Did you I, really just do this whole monologue about why you think he should be Joe Cool and then pick against him? Yeah. <laughs> not, that doesn't make sense. Okay, good yeah. job, Benny. Steven, <laughs> Steven, who do you have? I got the Jags. Ooh, I'm on, I'm on the li- island here. I'm gonna, I want you to explain this, Steven. This is your explanation of the week. Why are you picking the Jags? You know, I picked against them last week because I, I just felt like Ryan Fitzpatrick, you know, more senior quarterback, could, uh, you know, play a little well, better. Seniority, that's why you like yeah, you. Like, yeah, yeah, so I think I think Minshew's gonna have a bounce back game. Okay, okay. I'm actually gonna bet on this game. I'm gonna I'm gonna bet on the Jags. Ooh, ooh, 
Now I know you're high. Okay. This is the, the first good game of the week <laughs> that we have here is the Browns. I can't believe I said that. Good game and Browns in the same sentence. Browns at Dallas. Dallas is a four and a half point favor. The over is 55. The overs look good in every single one of these games. So I don't know why I keep saying it. The over, so I'm done saying it. The overs look good in every <laughs> single one of these games. Uh, the overs have hit massively in almost every game, except for uh, the game I bet the over on on Monday night, which I bet 54 and a half. It ended at 54. Me too. Fuck me, right? Okay. So Browns, here's the thing. I'm picking the Cowboys. I'm I might, I'm not going to change this. It's locked in when I say it, but I thought long and hard about picking the Browns. I just see so much Jason Garrett in this Cowboys team that the, the stink hasn't been washed off. And this team is doing the same things it did last season. The only thing I could say to, to the Cowboys credit is, you know what they had at the end of the game against the Seahawks, all three timeouts. If Jason Garrett was there, two of those would have been burnt within the first three minutes of the third quarter. So way to keep your timeouts, but I just see so much stuff that I hate so much from this team. Every single year, it's the same way. Dak Prescott's too talented. And what they do on third down, on third and seven, is they run crossing routes six yards from the first down. And it's constant. It's every single time they're in a third down, they have routes not going to the sticks. It makes no sense to me. Cowboys will win the game. I'm confident in that. It's not a must win, though, for the Cowboys because of how bad this division is. I think the Cowboys are the only team with a win outside of the division. And they beat the – who they beat week two? The Falcons. And they should have lost that game. So, realistically, every single team in this division besides Washington should be winless. Think about that. But they should beat the Browns. This game is, is going to be a good game. I, I can assure most people of that. I do not think it's a blowout. What do you think, Vinny? I think it's going to be a good game, too. For that reason, I'm not super confident in this pick. But – uh, give me the Cowboys. I think that uh, I'm a huge fan. I mean, not a fan of the Seahawks, but I'm, you know, I'm. You're not a fan of the Seahawks. Okay. I don't, no, I, I, obviously, <laughs> I, I obviously am a fan of the Seahawks, but I'm saying I'm a huge fan, not as a favorite though. Okay. I'm a huge fan of them as a team, not as a homer though. And they played them really close last week. And the Browns, ah, Hey, they're playing all right, but I'm still not convinced. So give me the Cowboys. Okay, you got the boys. Steven, who you got? Cowboys. Okay, three for three. Um, next game. One of my locks. Has this got canceled from COVID? Vikings at Texans? Not officially. Okay, which is the is this the game that moved, though? Uh, they're going to have to move it. It might be one of the games on Tuesday. Okay. Is the other one the Steelers, just so we know? Other, well, yeah, they're playing the Steelers. Uh, no, Pittsburgh at right. Titans. Yeah. yeah. I'm talking about the Vikings at Texans. Oh, is that so, one going to get canceled too? Is it not been taught? Okay, I don't think it is, but I'm just asking. So, okay, the, the Pittsburgh one's the one that might be moved. Okay. Vikings yeah. at Texans, the battle of the 0-3s that have had pretty hard schedules. The Texans look a lot better, though, than the Vikings. I don't really want to put too much uh, time into this game because they're both 0-3. Texans are the three-and-a-half-point favorite, 54-and-a-half over-under. I'm picking the Texans. Deshaun Watson is – astonishingly better than than Kirk Cousins and it honestly feels like the Vikings should try to tank as much as they can so they can get the first pick and pick their quarterback from the crop I Mike Zimmer he's had a good run he's going to be he's probably going to be out at the end of the season they shouldn't even try to make the playoffs at this point they should really try to tank uh and if they lose this game 0-4 
then they should definitely try to tank because you want to be positioned to get that QB. That'll be your cornerstone of your franchise. And I do think that the Vikings job, if Zimmer gets fired, which he probably will, is probably the most enticing job, especially with that, with that uh, early pick. And you take Trevor Lawrence and you're going to be better next season, even if nothing else changes. I got the Texans winning this game, the Vikings tanking the season. How's that sound, Benny? Let's hear what you got. That sounds pretty nice to me. I will say these are, uh, although I didn't think they'd be great coming into the season, these are two teams that I'm surprised they're both potentially going on four. One of them will, unless there's a tie. Yes, exactly. <laughs> One of them will. Thanks, Captain. Uh, <laughs> um, he said both no. potentially going on four. I don't think either. I don't think both can go on four. <laughs> it's not a math podcast. No, 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 it's not, not a math both. podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Who you got, Benny? Ah. <laughs> uh, I got to take the Texans just because Deshaun Watson over Kirk Cousins, you know? So you hate, you hate Adam Gase. You made that apparent at the start. What's your opinion on Bill O'Brien? Bill O'Brien? He's a family I, man. I think he's a family man who's ruined that team. Why? He should not be able to be the GM. He's a saboteur, you're saying. I'll tell you what, he's – he may be a family man, but he's greedy. Do you okay? think? Yeah, he's a greedy. He's a greedy. He's a greedy guy. You don't need Green to be the head coach me. and and the GM unless you're Bill Belichick. But hey, Bill O'Brien, you're not Bill Belichick. Name's just Bill. That's where it ends. That's where the similarities exactly. end. Okay, Stephen, you got the Texans or Vikings? Uh, Texans. Wow. Okay, we're all in agreement there. Okay, here is the start of where my money is on the line this next game. We're going to take a quick break, actually, and finish doing the picks. So, quick break and finish doing the picks. I'm just going to say it again. Honestly, this is the second ad. I usually don't do the same ad on two things. Coors Light, you're on notice. That's all I can say. Back to the show. Okay. We are – ooh. Sorry, Stephen. I might have interrupted the crack, but here you go. The clock's ticking, Coors Light. That was a bullet being opened up, but in a couple weeks, it might be something different. Um, Okay. So, we're back finishing our picks. We are – I left off with a little cliffhanger. All of my money this week is tied to one team. The team, or it's tied to three teams, but one team in particular, the team that I have claimed is sacrilegious to bet on if it's me. It's Seattle Seahawks. They are traveling. Your money's on the bitch pigeons? Yes, sir. It's on the bitch pigeons. They are traveling to South Beach to play the Miami Dolphins coming off of a stellar win against the Jaguars. A long week, too. Long week of preparation. They're six and a half point favorites going to Miami. 54 and a half is the over under. Now I'm going to be honest with you. I think the Seahawks win this game. I will not say in confidence that they win by six and a half. So I don't have them on the money like that, but I have them in money line parlays. I have them in teases and I have them in every single one of my bets this week outside of one. And I think they will win this game. Russell Wilson is balling out. I don't have any faith in the Dolphins' secondary or defense to be able to stop that. But I'll say this, Ryan Fitzpatrick, if he throws for 400 yards here, there are serious, serious concerns of the Hawks' secondary already. That would exacerbate them to an echelon unseen before because you've now let four different quarterbacks. Dak's great, Cam's great, Matt Ryan's pretty good, and then Fitzpatrick is, you know, he's going to do a little Fitzmagic, right, like what Benny said last week. But um, that is something to worry about. They need to probably trade for a corner. I don't know what they give. They don't have a first rounder next year or this year to give up. 
but uh, they do have to figure out something because their secondary is, is really weak. And I, like I said, Hawks are in every single one of my bets. I'm confident they win this week, but uh, I am nervous. Now I'm thinking I should not have made that bet. This, this might be a uh-huh. trap game, but I, I think the Hawks win. They shouldn't lose to the Dolphins, right? Uh, come on, keep, keep going. Talk yourself out of it. I've already put the money down. I, I can't talk myself out of it. All the bets are locked in. <laughs> i'm right. just saying i'm now i'm thinking i'm like geez louise you know uh, trap game going to miami cross-country flight secondary yeah. sucks it's magic, no, it's uh, magic. Ten, yeah ten, 10 a.m or uh, 10 a.m west coast time right yeah one all o'clock. my all my bets are at 10 i'll be either very happy or very sad by one o'clock and guess what plays at one <laughs> o'clock the patriots who are probably gonna lose to the chiefs so my day might be fucking awful on sunday who knows we wait and see who i got knows? the seahawks i got who the knows? seahawks winning this game i got the over on a tease not on not on the actual line 54 and a half i got the over 49 um uh, i got the hawks winning russell wilson i have backed you up in conversations as of late people are saying mahomes is the mvp mahomes is the best He's the fourth best quarterback this year. We're going to talk about that in a sec. He is not playing better than he is not playing better than Wilson. He is not playing better than Josh Allen or Aaron Rodgers. Then he's fourth, yes. But let's 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 pump the brakes a little bit pump here. Pump the brakes, baby. We're going to pump the brakes here. Russell Wilson is playing amazing. I need one more game out of you, Russ, and I will never slander you again. Uh-huh. One more. And you will be unslanderable if you win me this money this week. That is my promise. Now I'll slander the team continuously if uh, if the secondary sucks. But you are slander free regardless of what happens. And I'll say this: they beat the Miami Dolphins this week. Guess what Russell Wilson is doing? Moving up my all-time QB chart. Ooh, okay. a week four win against the Dolphins that gets, <laughs> that, that gets your pedigree up the chart, my friend, Benny. You're picking the Dolphins. You told me this through a text. No. Why is this? I'm just kidding. You're picking the Hawks? Yeah, yeah. You got the bitch pigeons. I got the Seahawks. There we yeah, go. do, you have, do you have anything else to add? Uh, yeah, I got something to add. Uh, hey, the Dolphins might throw for 400 yards, you know, but Seahawks, they'll, they'll, they'll score enough points to outrun them. That's all I got to say. I think Fitzpatrick turns the ball over a couple times too also. Yeah, you think so? Maybe. Um, I just, I really, speaking of fantasy, I think this is a great game to have some. Of course some you do, because you have, you have Tyler Lockett. I, no, but talk, I'd say, uh, I'd say uh, a Dolphin, Dolphins wide receivers. I guess Devontae Parker would be good to have. Yeah, Devontae Parker would be a good guy to have. Gesicki? Good guy I, have in my, I have him in my work league, but I'm 0-3 in that league as well because of Saquon, so... Uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm terrible uh steven who do you got uh seahawks i got money on them too the C- seahawks okay this next game is also part of all my bets so i'm gonna do the same play except it's to my uh my religious figure tom brady uh the bucks uh-huh. are home against the chargers seven and a half point favorite 45 point over under i have money across the board on the bucks uh they're in all my teases all my parlays with the seahawks as well as with the team we're going to talk about later I'm not as nervous about this game because they're going up against another or against a rookie quarterback who I like Herbert, but I, this Bucks defense looked really good last week. They're playing Driscoll. I understand that, but it looks like the same defense they had last year, which was a top, top five, top seven defense. They're hard to run against, which if you aren't able to run against the defense and make the rookie QB beat you with your arm, it's not easy to do. 
Brady looks like he's more in tune with his receivers. If Godwin is playing, I'm very confident. If Godwin isn't playing, I'm still pretty com- confident. Uh, Gronk looks good last week for the first time. I have the Bucks winning. I have the over by quite a bit. 45 is a low over if you're just betting that. That's a, that seems like a gimme. That's a 25-20 game. I think the Bucks will score around 30, 28 to 31. Uh, so you don't even need to get 20 out of the Chargers. But anyways, uh, I got the Bucks. They look good, by the way. Three and one. Yeah. They have looked good since week since since they lost to the Saints. They've looked good since. Uh, Champa Bay, Champa Bay, Champa Bay. There you go. Champa Bay. Yeah, Champa, Champa Bay yeah. and Champa Bay. Uh, Benny, yeah. who you got? Uh, this one, I'm gonna take the Bucks. You're uh, thinking about it. I was thinking about it a little bit because I I do think the Chargers are a pretty good team, but yeah, to to your point, uh, I'm gonna take. Tom Brady over Justin Herbert. And this is Tom doing matchups with the Bucks. I say, okay, it's Brady versus this. Brady versus yeah. Driscoll. Brady versus Herbert. Yeah, and yeah. Brady with a good group of weapons uh, and a good defense. You know, it's mm-hmm. it's going to be a recipe for wins. Agreed. Stephen, you and you in agreement? Yeah, yeah. I got the over at forty three, so that's good. Congratulations to you. Okay. COVID mania struck the NFL. Pittsburgh Please. at Tennessee, both 3-0 teams. It should be the game of the week. I don't, think, I don't think anybody thinks this is the game of the week. They're both 3-0 teams, though. This is going to be moved. They're talking Monday or Tuesday. Uh, I would love a Tuesday football game. Get a little skin in the game on that one. Yeah. Uh, the Titans are a one-point favorite. No, the Steelers are a one-point favorite at Tennessee. 47 over under. That's I'm surprised that that's a higher over than, than the Chargers Bucks. Yeah. Uh, it, when this game happens, if this game happens, I'm taking Tennessee. I think that Pittsburgh probably should have lost last week against Houston. They were down most of the game. They just gritted their way back into it. Uh, that de- Pittsburgh defense is legit. I still think Tennessee's defense is legit. Uh, and I don't think this Titans team is as good as, what we thought coming into this season as, as we've seen in their, their, their games and how they've been, you know, honestly, extremely, extremely close and barely winning any of them. Benny, this is your Super Bowl pick. Uh, I'm picking them to go four and zero though. So what do you, what do you think about yeah, that? Nice. Uh, this is my uh, three yards in a cloud of dust game of the week right here. Don't know what that means, but I'll take it. Yeah, was that Tennessee saying? Like, what the hell are you bringing to this podcast? No, no, no. You ever heard of uh, Three Yards in a Cloud of Dust? Is that a Jason Aldean song? No. (laughs) Jason Drillo song? No, that's like like Smash Mouth football. Smash Mouth football. Smash Mouth song? Oh, I hate that type of football. I do have a good Smash Mouth. You're going to feed Derrick Henry going up against Steelers front seven. And you know what? Steelers are probably going to feed – James Conner, if this game ever happens, but um, and it's gonna be a low-scoring duel. But if I'm betting this, I'm betting the under in that. You're picking the Titans. Yes, I am, sir. Mm, I should really be picking the Titans. Hey, but they'll peak at the end of the season. I'm gonna take the Steelers here. Ooh, interesting. Ah. Okay, Steven. Oh, this is a conundrum game, but I think I'm gonna go tits up, baby. Yes, sir. Tits out. Rocking with your tits out. Okay. Okay. Next game, we're going to spend about – I'm going to – I want everybody spending the Steven time on this one. 
Rams, Giants. Giants don't deserve their team to be uh, New York anymore. If I was New York State, I would say be the New Jersey Giants for the rest of this year. Uh, Rams are 13-point favorites, 47-and-a-half. I did not see this game when I was betting, or else I would have added it to every single one of my parlays. I'm a dumbass. Uh, I got the Rams winning, winning big, especially coming off that loss where they got ref. That is all I'm going to say. Rams are going to win, and 3-1. Uh, and one. Yep, put it in the parlay. Rams. I already put my bets in. I have no money left to bet. So. Yeah, I, I don't. My parlay, I'm putting the Rams and the Seahawks so far. Those are my locks. And um, Not the Bucks. I'm, I'm not that confident in that game. Okay, Steve, Rams, Giants. Uh, Rams. Really? Surprising from you. Yeah, I know. <laughs> okay, this hey, is Steven, a Steven, – Steven, what sound does a Giant make? I want to hear it from you. No, we did that bit last Three, week. Five, four, <laughs> fum. <laughs> you need to come with new bits. Uh, yeah, we did that already. We need a new bit. Uh, well, we got Benny's baseball corner this week. That seems yeah. like a staple of the that's podcast. A, that's a recurring bit now. Yeah. Bills at Raiders. The Bills are a three-point favorite playing Ooh. in Vegas. Ooh. By the way, that is where I am working. I work in Las Vegas, but I'm working from home, so I don't have to be in the heat. Hell of a place, though, Vegas. Love it. Casinos, gambling. Seems like the life for me. I might move there permanently. Benny, you coming? You got? You gonna get a house with me down there? Yes. If you move to Vegas, I'll move with you. Okay. We might. We are gonna be living paycheck to paycheck because we're gonna spend all our money at the casino. But uh, maybe we <sighs> must do that. Okay. The Bills are three and zero. They should have lost last week. The Raiders are two and one. The Raiders have looked really good, oddly, and I actually like the way that I. I don't want to give credit to Mayock for this, but I think that how they've drafted is actually not stupid they've drafted fast people to spread the field out and then go underneath to jacobs and waller the problem is is if rugs and other receivers are out they don't have a solution i mean i watched that whole game last week because i obviously watch every patriots game uh the raiders on third down did the exact same thing that the cowboys do they go underneath not to the sticks but the problem with the raiders is that they can't go past the sticks because they have nobody with any separation abilities besides rugs who can extend the field and that opens everything up if he plays i can see the raiders winning this i don't know if he's playing so i'm picking the bills uh this bills team is almost had it as as epic collapse as the falcons last week but they got bailed out by the refs i think they'll respond decently and this will be a close game it's uh they're favored by three i think that's probably fair uh 52 and a half over under this might be one that's under, but I would not be surprised if it blows over and they and both teams score 28 to 31 points. So I got the Bills. I'm staying away from this one. I If I was betting a – I actually had the Bills in a parlay. I have like a 10-team a $5 parlay that wins like $50 or something that I bet favorites on. So uh, I got the Bills winning this game, but I'm, uh, I think this will be a really good game. Yeah, I agree. I think it will be a good game too. Um you might be a little surprised at this pick because I am a believer in the Bills. But Are you picking the Raiders? I think uh, – This is what he does every time. Yeah, I'm picking the Raiders at home, even though there's not much of a home field advantage. It's because you're thinking – now I got it in your head. The wheel's turning. You're, you're thinking, oh, I might move to Vegas. I need, I need to start rooting for the – Yeah, for the yeah, home yeah. Team. exactly. Okay. A little silver and black. You need some silver yeah. and black. I just put those. I just put those seeds in Benny's brain, and now, now I got them right where I want them, making making bad picks. Okay, uh, Stephen, who you got? Uh, the Bills are in my parlay, so Bills. Ooh, risky man. Ooh, that's a lock. Is that okay? A lock? This is the that's final game. Lock of the week. 
This ooh. is a fun. Ooh. Ooh, Stevens, yeah. lock of the week. Lock of yeah. the week. Do I need I need to start putting emojis on these picks? Okay, this is the final game that I have huge money on. It's tied to the Bucks winning and the Hawks winning. It's the Ravens beating the Washington football team. They are a 13 and a half point favorite over under 51. Coming off of a loss where Lamar Jackson looked really bad. I mean, quite quite frankly, he looked terrible. And I don't think that happens again. I don't think Washington has the the defensive scheme to do what to, to stop Lamar and that run game. And I also think they're probably really pissed off that they just looked that bad against the chiefs. Uh, I think this is a bounce back game for them. I don't want to talk about this too long because they're 13 and a half point favorites, but uh, they are tied to most, almost all, if not all of my bets, basically I need Washington or I need the Ravens, <laughs> the Seahawks and the Bucks to win. I also have a tease where the Hawks are plus four, the Bucks are plus three, and the Ravens are minus two and a half. So pretty much what that means for the non-gambling addicts out there. The Seahawks, in one of my bets, the Seahawks can lose by up to four points. The Bucks can lose by up to three points, and the Ravens would have to win by only three, and I'd win my bet. Uh, now, if that happens, I'm still losing a ton of money, but that's basically a hedge because I teased it instead of uh, instead of parlaying it down. And uh, honestly, I'm I should have been doing teasers long ago because they are a great hedge on on uh, good teams yeah. losing uh, games they shouldn't. So, with that being said, I got the Ravens. Everybody here in agreement. Yeah. Yes. Okay. We don't really uh, need to provide any commentary on that, unless you want to. Do you have anything you oh. want to say? Nope. I mean, this is the first time we've talked since Lamar and Mahomes played. Any comments yeah. on Lamar's play? Yeah, I or? mean, I think this is the, this is just the perfect example of like why I don't trust the Ravens in the playoffs. You know, but I but I trust them the shit on bad teams. <laughs> yeah, I trust the shit out of them against bad teams or in the regular season against uh, somebody who's not gonna out throw Lamar, right? But I mean, I think if the Ravens play. Somebody, you know, uh, Mahomes, Russell Wilson, Aaron Rodgers. Um, they can outduel him. Yes, they can outduel him. Yeah, throw him. I also think that that offense. It's uh, now that they have over a year of tape on how they play, how they do their run schemes. Yeah, it's getting it's getting not easy. Not it's not easy to read, but it's getting more like you can you kind of know what's coming. And yeah, yeah, I, mean, I still think this Ravens team yeah. is really good, but I do think that there are. I think that there are problems, and mo- yeah. every team has problems. But th- this team, it looks like uh, if you can stop the run, you've won the game. Yeah, yeah. And so, it's now it's, it's very hard to stop the run. This team is probably the best running team. Them and San Francisco are the two best by far uh-huh. at running the football right now uh, in the last two seasons. But uh, if you can stop the run and make Lamar beat you with his arm, it's it's uh, it might be scary hours for him. So yeah, this I mean, is gonna be this is gonna be a blowout though. Uh, Sorry, Washington. Like this sucks. You're getting a very angry team. Uh, that is, but you know, Washington's gonna lose a lot of games. So next game uh, is the is what I think people are calling the marquee matchup this week. It's Patriots at Chiefs. Chiefs seven point favorite, fifty three and a half over under. I am. I have a. I have a bet in this with the over on a tease. But here's the thing. That line, I think, is a little too big. If Tom Brady was in this game, would it be a seven-point spread? No. 
Nah, it I wouldn't. So. It'd be three and a half, probably. It'd probably be it'd probably be three and a half. Those will be talked about, Benny. Thank you for texting. Uh, I have that next. Uh, the, the, uh, Benny, just tell me, don't forget a game because I forgot two games last week. So, no. pay, uh, if Tom Brady was the quarterback of the Patriots, still this game would be a three and a half point line max, probably two and a half point line. Uh, Cam's been better than Brady was last year. He's been better for them. So this seven point line is kind of is kind of fraudulent. So I'd be, if you're betting, I'd probably bet the under or not the under. Sorry, the the cover or non covering for the for the Chiefs. Right. Sorry. I I'm stupid. I'm taking the Patriots. I, I think that the Patriots secondary and Bill Belichick loves these games. He takes away Tyree kill or Travis Kelsey, whichever one yeah. he wants to. And I think it's going to be more of a shootout. I think it'll be more like the Seahawks Patriots game. And I said, when the Seahawks played the Patriots, I think that they're going to win two of the three games against the, against the good teams they play. And I, that's why I picked them over the Seahawks. They lost the Seahawks game, so of course I'm picking them here. I realize I'm probably going to drop a game. I'm a homer. This weekend is either going to be amazing, probably the one of the best sports weekends of my life if I win these bets and the Patriots win, or one of the one of the absolute worst because I'm going to be down my rent money. And uh, <laughs> 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 it's all good. Uh, so I'm going to take the Patriots up, here. Mama Retke for the. I might I might need the stimulus from my mom. Uh, I got <laughs> I got the Patriots. I think Cam Newton's played phenomenally. I really, Mahomes looked really good in the Ravens game. He did not look as good the first two games. And I, again, I still cannot believe the media has now covered Mahomes as like he's he's a, a level above everybody else. He has been clearly worse than than Wilson this year. Statistically, it's not close. And he's been clearly worse than Josh Allen this year. Statistically, it's not close. And he's been clearly worse than Aaron Rodgers this year. Statistically, it's not close. All three of them have been playing way better. And Mahomes beats this Ravens team where Lamar has 90 yards passing. And they're like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. He played. They won that. Lamar had 90 yards passing. The reason they won the game is the Chiefs defense was great. It wasn't Mahomes. Was, Mahomes is amazing, right? But the Chiefs defense is what won them the game, right? I mean, come on. Some of those passes Mahomes makes are crazy. They're, they're unbelievable. They're they're. Better he's than got the wow. He's got the wow factors. So that's, yeah, that's but it's like right. it's like we one of those passes. He had what do you have? Four four touchdowns. Here's the thing. Here's the thing, dude. Here's Wait, our, one sec. Four touchdowns, right? One of them was like a flip pass to the fullback. One of them was an out route to the thing. His great pass was Tyreek Hill, which was a yeah. perfect ball. Like there's nobody that could people could throw that ball, but that is nobody could throw it better than that. That was perfected pass. But it's like we look at the the stat line after games and we're like, wow. That's insane. That's such good stat. It's like if they would have ran those touchdowns in with Clyde or with Williams, nobody would have been saying this. And a lot of those were one yard out. Pat, or you know what I'm saying? It's like we need to stop just looking at the stat line and saying, look at no. the passes that Rodgers is making and Wilson, and look at what Josh yeah. Allen's doing. And yes, Mahomes in there too, duh. But it's like after that game, everybody started just, just like, you know frothing at the mouth over how good he was yeah. i don't think he was that great this last the see i don't think he's been that great this season he's amazing but there's better people this season we're three games in right he can win the mvp still we don't need to say yeah it's locked he's gonna win it until he until he starts sucking or if he's hurt like let's pump skirt pump the brakes right Again. no i agree pump the pump the brakes a little bit i think people overreact with him because it's like the the sexy he makes the sexy plays you know it's like but so does wilson so does allen yeah. 
Well, no. So does Rodgers. Wilson, Wilson has not been praised as much as he should, have, he should, as much as he deserves until this year. Yeah, but that's actually been, you know, here's the it, thing. It, the only reason why he's getting all the hype this year is because he's thrown fucking five pass touchdowns almost every game, right? Yeah. And, that 14 to three when he when he throws a deep ball you know it's a freaking he 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 has nice touch and like you know yeah wilson has like the best deep ball runs underneath it perfectly but people that's not sexy to uh you know where mahomes throws a freaking bullet the pendulum has swung though it went from wilson being underrated to now everybody says wilson's underrated but nobody's actually underrating him everybody is rating wilson yeah now now he he has been underrated until this year though but like people, you know, Mahomes makes a, a run. Uh, I mean, he makes a throw on the, the run. jump pass and no look passes. Yeah, that's beautiful. Like some, but... And no, people are like, this has never happened before. Who's ever done this ever? And it's like Russell Wilson does the same shit. He's Jesus. Exactly. It's like uh, Mahomes did like a, he did like a baseball sidearm throw. And people on Twitter are like, holy shit. We've never seen this before in sports. This guy is Jesus Christ. Yeah, exactly. And then the Seahawks play the Chiefs, and Russell Wilson makes the same pass. He does it all the time. Yeah, it's. it's I think I, I I think Mahomes is great. I don't want to. I don't want to discredit him. But yeah, as I but said, too much hype. I don't know if I ever said this on the podcast. Honestly, I don't think I did because we haven't done the podcast in a long time. And I've talked. We we were supposed to pick the game, but this was hilarious in the off season. Uh, after I think it was when Mahomes signed his contract, I said they're not going to win. They might win one more Super Bowl. And all the Chiefs fans started attacking me, random people. And it was like the burden of proof was on me for why I don't think Mahomes will win seven Super Bowls, right? Or as many as Brady has. The burden of proof was on me for why I don't think that'll happen. And it was embarrassing. Like multiple people were like, he's so he's the best. Who's ever gonna stop him? They shouldn't have won the Super Bowl last year. They he and then yeah. then the year before he got outdueled by Brady at home. And the and yes, he was it was his first year starting, but these aren't promised, right? If Mahomes wins two no. more rings, he's on the Mount Rushmore. Look at Rodgers. Look at Rodgers. He was one. He was, yeah, he has one. He's he was like the greatest shit since sliced bread with his. Go off. down. I mean, you just go down the list of the top. Let's go, like the top ten quarterbacks of this era, right? Rodgers, Breeze, Wilson, Peyton. They all don't have as many as Brady has combined. You combine them all, and yeah. I'm not. That's not a diss to them. I'm just saying that's how hard it is to do. Exactly. So let's pump the brakes and saying this guy is gonna win seven Super Bowls. Let's wait. Let's see. Let's see him win another one first. I agree. I agree. And that's all I'm saying. Pick in real quick. You're picking the pick. Chiefs, though. I assume, right? Yes, I'm picking the Chiefs, not the Patriots. I will say though, uh, Patrick Mahomes is having a, a kid, and I saw the funniest picture ever. It's <laughs> Patrick Mahomes and his wife holding wife a wife to be. Wife to be. Oh yeah, his uh, fiance. Uh, holding an ultrasound picture, and on the ultrasound picture is Lamar Jackson's face. That's hilarious. I I'll urge- say this: that that's supposed to be the next big um, quarterback. That's supposed to be the Manning, uh, Brady, yeah, uh, thing of this of this uh, this decade or this era. I think Mahomes is three and zero against him so far, and uh, it does not look like there's question. no answer for Mahomes. But I mean, it does well, not look like the 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 Ravens have an answer for him. No. Will uh, Will Dak ever work his way into that conversation with those guys? Because he's the same era. He's the same. I mean, I think I think if you look at it, I think if you look at quarterback rankings, I'm still obviously, I still think Brady's probably higher ranked than anybody else here does. But 
I mean, truthfully, in your top 10, if you don't no, have – I'm not talking about those guys. I'm talking about the young – no, I know, I know, but I'm saying, no, I'm saying like current quarterbacks. I'm saying if your top ten isn't consist of Dak, Deshaun, Wilson, Mahomes, Lamar, oh, Deshaun, like yeah. th- like those people, then you don't deserve a top ten. Black quarterbacks are taking over the league. It's awesome to see because they were really? shunned so long in the NFL. They really were like people did not yeah. think they are competent enough to be quarterbacks because they're racist. Yeah, and now yeah. now they're given the For opportunity sure. and they're taking over the league. I mean, True. look at this next draft. We have three great quarterbacks. It's going to be Trevor Lawrence then Justin Fields, then Trey Lance. All three of those guys are probably franchise guys. Uh, yeah. Spencer Rattler for Oklahoma, he's a redshirt sophomore. He's going to be in the draft yeah. next season. Or not, not this one, but the next one. It's a new era in football. Yep. I love it. I think it's great. So, uh, Me too. It's I, fun to watch. Yeah, and if you, don't have, if you don't have Dak in your top 10 quarterbacks, <clears throat> you probably shouldn't be rating quarterbacks at this point. Stats, stats matter. Probably so, so a little we, too we much. We agree going forward, uh, you know, once these older guys get out of the league, it's probably Dak, Deshaun, Lamar, and Pat, right? And Wilson. I'd still put him in there. Wilson, He's not- yeah. Wilson has a long time. Wilson probably yeah. – I'd say five, seven. Maybe- you know, I'd also put – I'd also – I also think there's a potential that Josh Allen can get there. If he stops making oh. so many mistakes. I think he's going to be good. I think uh, – I think golf still is. I think golf is overhated. I mean, he's the best good, he's, that never what that that might not be is Carson Wentz. Yeah, we're gonna talk about him next. Actually, who do you got, uh, Stephen? Chiefs or Patriots? Uh, the Chiefs are the best team in football, so I got them. Wow, good call. I was surprised they were underdogs wow. this week. The Chiefs. Hey, let me say the Chiefs won me money. Yeah, the, the Chiefs, Chiefs are in my parlay too. Really. Yeah, you're that confident. That does not seem like a lock of the week. I and I mean I'm a homer for the Pats, but I I would not bet against the Patriots and put well, it. In it's not my lock of the week. The Bills is my lock of the week. Yeah, but it's in your parlay, right? I mean, you got if you do multiple, uh, whatever. We, we talked a long time yeah. about this. We're moving yeah. on. Eagles at 49ers. The 49ers they killed the Giants last week with their B squad. It's actually embarrassing. Yeah. I don't even want to yeah. speak about it anymore. Um, the 49ers who still are in their B squad. They might start Nick Mullen. Six and a half point favorites, 45 point over under. Here's the thing. The Eagles, I've been, I think, a Carson Wentz loyalist last season in our group text. I'm always saying Carson Wentz is super talented. I'm done feeling that way. There was a pass there to win the game. Miles Sanders wide open, 20 yards between him and the defender. Carson Wentz throws it 20 yards long. You don't do that if you're an elite quarterback. I don't think that's – I don't I, – I, I'm obviously overly cocky and narcissistic about my own football abilities, I think. But I'll say this. <laughs> if I have a clean pocket like Carson Wentz had, I'm nailing that throw. That's yeah, a throw. Right. You can't even throw <laughs> any yards. It was like a throw. Like hey, a, let me tell the listeners. It was like a 30 Sterling throw, can't baby. throw a football more than 15 15- when we play backyard football, his average depth of target is Drew Brees-esque. It's Drew Brees-esque. 2.7, yeah. And who's a great backyard football you can't quarterback? can't throw a spiral One past sec. 15 yards. Benny, tell the truth. Who's a great backyard football quarterback? I'm good at it, aren't I? Okay, if Sterling, if Sterling has, uh, you know, Julio out wide and has uh, Rob Gronkowski at tight end like I am in backyard football and has, I don't know. Okay. Everyone's getting ridiculous now. 
Yeah, no. so maybe time out. or some shit. Time out. You give me a slot guy that has quick feet and a good slant route, I will hit that 100% of the time, even covered with a guy draping him on his back. All, all Sterling can hit is slant routes. But um, guess what? They work because I do I do five yards here, five yards here, five yards here. I nickel and dime you down the field. I score points. I don't turn the ball over either. Uh, what, what team do you got in this game? You got the Eagles or 49ers? Carson Wentz sucks. I got the 49ers, um, by the way. Not, okay. I don't even care who they play. Eagles are dead to me. That ties oh, in. Okay, who's um? They played for the tie. It is it is it for sure that Nick Mullins is starting? No, it isn't. Okay, well if Mullins starts, no, you can't do you can't do this. Who you pick? No, no, I'm, I'm not saying I'm not saying. Okay, I'm just saying um, I will for the sake of this uh podcast and our our pick record, I'll take the Niners. But if Nick Mullins starts and not Jimmy Garoppolo. I might use the Eagles as my underdog in my parlay to raise the odds. I don't think Jimmy G is playing. At here's all. the deal, Benny. I'm going to give you this opportunity, a one-time, a one-time uh, gift. If if Nick Mullins play playing, you're picking the Eagles. Yes. Okay, I'm going to write the Eagles in for you then, because I think he's going to be the play playing. That's a terrible pick. They literally played for the tie against the Bengals. <laughs> They're o, they're o two and one. Everybody be o three and one. Uh, Steven, who you got? 49ers. Eagles are dead to me. They ruined my all bird parlay. Okay, last game of the week. Another all bird who ruined your parlay. Falcons at Packers. Packers seven and a half point favorites. Fifty eight over under. That is the biggest of the week. Um, you know I'm taking the Packers. My is Benny is Benny getting beer. No, I'm right here. Okay, I couldn't see your face. Uh, you, oh, you're leaning back. I just wanted to know if I had to keep talking. So Packers are looking really good. Aaron Rodgers looking really good. Uh, I'm taking them. I think this game is going to be closer than seven and a half, though, because I don't think the Falcons take a, a 20-point lead and then squander it at the end. I think it'll probably be more close. Maybe. I just have no faith in the Falcons. I think they've quit on Dan Quinn. Packers all the way. Yeah, Packers all the way. I agree. You got the Dirty Birds, or are you picking the Packers too, Steven? Hell no. No, I'm picking the Packers until the Falcons can prove they can not blow a game. This is this is this this will definitely be in a parlay. This is a lock for me. I would not put that in the parlay, but that's your choice. Um, so here is my bets. I have a man. I'm looking at him now. Uh, we've moved on to the segment of of betting. I have a three-team ten-point teaser. Bucks plus three. Seahawks plus four, Ravens minus two and a half, 110 wins 100. I have a three-team 10-point tease. Seahawks, Dolphins over 47, Chargers, Bucks over 37, Pats, Chiefs over 47, 33 wins 30. I have a three-team 10-point tease. Rams minus two and a half, Ravens minus two and a half, Bucks plus three, 88 wins 80. I have a two-team money line parlay: Seahawks, Bucks, hundred wins seventy-seven. I have an eight-team parlay: five wins forty-three. I'm not going to name all the teams; it's just favorites. It's, uh, I have a three-team parlay: Ravens minus seven twenty, Bucks minus three fifteen, Seahawks minus two eighty. One hundred wins one hundred and four, and I have a four-team parlay: Seahawks minus two eighty, Seahawks, Dolphins over fifty-one, Chargers, Bucks over forty-one, Bucks. Uh, and Bucks money line 25 wins 88. So 
again, this isn't a math podcast, but you can probably do the math on how much money that has been wagered on, on, on these teams. <laughs> Shameless, sh- a shameful amount where, uh, like I said, I might need rent money. So, uh, I don't know if either of you have your I bets got one. ready. That's it. Yeah, give, me, give me a good bet. This is my lock parlay of the week. We're gonna lock go parlay see. of the week. Bing. Haven't done one yet. Hasn't lost yet. Oh, no. It's going to be the Seahawks, okay. Chiefs, okay. Bills, Uh-oh. and then the over in the Chargers-Bucks. Ooh. I can't believe you're calling that a lock parlay, but hey, I'll take it. If it, wins, if it wins, if it's wins, you deserve to call it that. But uh, that, that's a dangerous lock parlay, my friend. 30 um, wins, 121. Cool. And then we have Benny just sitting there not, not able to bet. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, no, no bookie. I got some locks. I got some locks. I texted him. He hasn't texted me back, by the way. He usually okay. texts in the morning. You want to hear the locks? Yeah, let's hear your locks. My locks. Packers. This is a parlay you do? Yes, this is a parlay Enter I would. Enter it in for Packers yeah. over Falcons. Ravens. Okay. Are you, it's all money line? Yes. Okay. Packers, Ravens. Packers over Falcons. Ravens over football team. Um, Thank you for that. Rams over Giants. Rams. Seahawks over Dolphins. Bench pigeons. Cowboys over Browns. Yeah. And ah, that's five. I'm tempted. Those are my five locks. Throw though. the bucks in there. Throw the bucks in there. I'm tempted about throwing the bucks in there. Throw them in. Ah. Throw them in. That's a good five-team parlay right there. That's a good five-team parlay. Oh, man, the Bucks eat a lot more money. No, no, no. Hey, no, no, no. listeners, we'll check the odds later, and we'll see if I throw the Bucks. We're checking the odds right now. He's doing it right now. See yeah. what's the odds on that. 100, what's okay. 100 win you? Okay, okay. What's that five-team parlay give me? All right, one second. I have two fucking computers going right now. Uh, 185. Plus 185. Throw the Bucks okay. in. Okay, put the Bucks in. Let's see what we got. All right. It's a... A lot of, a lot of, a uh, lot of white air on this or white noise on this uh, podcast. We don't got two seventy six. hundred dollars. Do more. me a favor. Throw in the Cardinals. Okay. That, okay, that's now <laughs> you're asking for the universe to give you. You you did a sixteen Benny, thank parlay the betting last gods week. for once. Okay. Yeah. Now don't don't get too greedy. Don't be don't be Bill O'Brien. Hit last week. Okay. Do it. Do it with the Bucks. What is it? Two eighty six. Yeah. So. Yeah, hundred would two. Yeah, two seventy six. Two seventy six, Benny. You got plus two seventy six odds on that parlay. You doing it or yes or no? Woof. Yep, I'll do it. Locked in. Okay, folks, that makes another episode of Sports with Sterling, uh, Benny and Steven. We might change the name of this if we keep it going. <laughs> but honestly, I like being the head honcho. What can I say? I'm narcissistic. Um, but yeah, awesome. Thank you, boys, yet again. This week will be pretty fun. Hopefully that Steelers Titans game gets played because uh, because and hopefully nobody's too sick with COVID if uh, if it's got the players or coaches and the staff because the coaches and staff are older so uh, they're probably more at risk. But let's hope that everything gets gets settled out. Benny, thank you for the Benny baseball corner. Yeah, honestly that was terrific. I learned a lot. I'll tell you that much. And then uh, last thing, last but not least, we're watching the we're going to be watching the finals. Next time you hear us, we'll be through three games. 
would any of us be surprised if or how surprised would we be if the Heat are up 2-1 on Sunday when we talk next? That would shock shock everyone, right? I would I uh, yes, I would I'd be completely shocked. Yeah. Yeah. So we're 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 probably looking at either 2-1 Lakers or 3-0 Lakers next time we talk. If it's if it's 1-2, I'd be shocked Lakers. 1-2. <laughs> that would be shocking. Oh, I'd be shocked if the Heat win a game. Yeah, you're right. Uh but yeah, anyways, Thank you, thank you, thank you both, and uh, we'll be back <clears throat> Sunday night. Sports was really.